Hi guys, and welcome back to the Unbothered Blondes podcast. This is going to be my first solo episode. If you've listened to any of our previous episodes that were solo, they were just Randa and she does so good at them. She's kind of like motivating me to try them out. And a big reason that she does solo episodes is because life just gets a little bit hectic and she steps in and takes over so we can continue to put out content for you guys. So we never want to miss a week you know, weekly podcast. So we do try our hardest to make sure that we get one out every single week. And this week she put one out today, actually, is the day that I'm recording it. I'm not really sure if we're going to publish it maybe tomorrow, maybe Thursday. We're just going to fill it out and see. But thank you for listening. You have to share this. Tag me, tag Randa and the Unbothered Bonds podcast. And let's do this rapid Q&A. I think the best way to do a podcast whenever you're by yourself is pretty much just taking in feedback and questions from our listeners, you guys, and I'm going to do that today. I have quite a few questions. I'm not really sure how long this podcast is going to be, but I am going to just answer the ones that I feel are the best. So here we go. I have a lot going on in my life right now. As you guys know, I'm trying to sell my home. I'm trying to purchase a home in the Dallas area. So that's kind of why I've been a little bit MIA on Instagram and even the podcast from time to time. All right. So a lot of these questions are, I would say, personal and not just personal, like physical, but mentally personal. For instance, I had someone ask, I want to hear about your faith. I know you're a Christian, but would love more context. I've mentioned it before. I did not grow up in a super um, strong in their faith household. I didn't go to church every Sunday. I did personally go to Awana's every Wednesday, but it was more like a social event for me. I love to go and just be around everyone. I did learn a lot of Bible verses. I learned a lot about God and Jesus there, but I married a man that is super, super heavy into his faith and he prays before every meal. He prays all the time. Like, you know, and he's instilled those same values into Mac, our son. And Mac actually goes to um, a private church school. So Mac can recite verses and things like that. He is very much in tune with believing in God. And that is the path that we live and choose for our son. So basically, that's a little bit about that. Um, I don't ever want anybody to push their beliefs on me, and I don't ever want to do the same thing to anyone else. So hopefully that just kind of touches the surface of that topic for you guys. And the next one is, how do you take and edit your photos? So I do have a Canon EOS 80D. I've had it for several years now, I think since like 2018. It's pretty big, pretty heavy, but I do bring it with me from time to time for travel because I like to get lash content or even family content to post on the gram. So I do like that camera. I believe it was a couple thousand dollars, so it was a little bit of a um, spendy item, but I have definitely gotten my use out of it because I use it for business as well, and even some things at the venue, I'll take it from time to time, and the ever-going question, how did you know for sure you didn't want more kids? I had my son when I was 20 years old. Cooper was 21. We just both knew in our hearts that we wanted one child. It was never a lingering thought, and Cooper got fixed. I've mentioned it before on my Instagram stories and he did that decision all on his own. I did not ask him to do that. Him and a friend actually drove to Dallas. He's like, I'm going to this guy. He does an amazing job. Like it's what he's known for. And if anything were to happen and we want to have kids one day, it's easily reversed. But I'm just speaking the truth. We have no want or desire to have more children. We're very happy with just having Mac. And the number one question after that is, oh, don't you want Mac to have a sibling? 
I don't know why people think that kids are damaged if they don't have siblings. You know, I don't, I don't understand that. But I grew up with many siblings that I didn't see very much because we had different moms and different dads. So I consider myself pretty close to being an only child because I'm 10 years older than my little brother and 20 years older than my little sister. And my sister, Brittany, that's two years older than me, we didn't live together very much. So a lot of my growing up years was more like an only child, in my opinion. And I don't think there's anything wrong with me. So... <laughs> Next question. These are rapid fire. What supplements or vitamins do you take to stay healthy when traveling and going to gyms? So I absolutely love to take supplements. I've noticed a huge difference in my hair taking collagen and biotin supplements. And I've tried, I feel like every single supplement on planet earth for hair growth. And I went through a long phase of uh, what they call telogen effluvium, where I lost my hair due to like what I'm going to consider or say it was probably having that embedded IUD because my body was attacking that embedded IUD. So my hair was falling out. It was like a chain reaction of events to my immune system attacking that IUD. And I'll talk more about that maybe if you guys want me to on a future episode. But yeah, I had like quite a bit of health problems in 2020. Started in 2019 and that's why I changed my diet also because I'm like, my hair is falling out. I'm eating so much food. It's not like I was, you know, lacking nutrients. I'm taking all these vitamins. What can I do to figure out what the deal is? So after like lengthy doctor's appointments and having the removal, testing all my levels, it came to find out that they're pretty sure that the embedded IUD was the root of all of my problems. So that's been removed since the end of September and my hair is on the rebound. I don't know if that's because of the supplements or simply because I removed the problem. And I link all of my favorite supplements, my favorite pre-workout. If you go to my Instagram bio, it says Amazon faves. And I know you guys are thinking I'm trying to sell you something, but literally Amazon doesn't send me any products to promote. These are the items that I actually purchase and I put them on there because I do get that question a lot. I like to take a turmeric for inflammation. I like to take vitamin D, vitamin B, I believe. I take a bunch of stuff, like a plethora of things for joint health and I link it all there for you guys. So my favorite thing to eat when having a cheat meal or cheat day. It used to be a hamburger. That was like my go-to favorite meal for God, probably a year. And I don't know if I just burnt myself out on hamburgers or what, but like, I just don't ever want them anymore. It's so weird. I guess I just maybe ate them too much. And now I went so long without having, or so long, a few months without having beef. Like I started doing chicken burgers. Now when I eat beef, I just don't really like it. I don't know. It's got like a weird taste to me now. Almost like whenever you do Diet Coke for so long, you take a swig of regular Coke and you're like, wow, this is way too sweet. So something about the taste of meat, I'm just not for it right now. My favorite thing to eat is tuna. I think it has high protein, low fat. I don't think it does. And it's really easy to fit into my macros. So whew, I'm running out of energy here doing all these questions. So we've only gotten like four or five done and there's a million. So I'm going to try to hit all the ones I feel like you guys would really enjoy. And if y'all like these type of Q&As, leave a review. Be like, we love the Caitlin Q&A. Let's do this once a month, once every two months or whatever you guys think. It's easy to answer an Instagram question, but I can't really like divulge all the information that I want to divulge. All right. How do you feel that so many look up to you? I still think it's kind of surreal that people actually look up to me. Like I posted the other day, I can't believe people come to my page and look for outfit inspo or any kind of inspo. It kind of blows my mind. It's, it's surreal. I, I can't believe it because when I started Instagram, I was in high school and I would have never thought that it would have given me the reach to so many wonderful ladies that I've gotten the reach to. 
or even guys, you know, like I've got a good following of both. And I even get like other entrepreneurs in my DMs saying like, you know, motivates me. I'm really uh, wanting to help my wife start a business and seeing that Cooper has supported you. And I've said it once before, you know, Cooper is the one that invested into Rain Lashes that to get my foot in the door. Actually, Rain Boutique is one of the first things that he invested in, which kind of spiraled into Rain Lashes. If you heard the very first episode, Getting to Know Me, I talked a little bit more about how I got started in that. Someone said, not a question, but I think we'd be great friends. I really appreciate that because I try to be as real and honest as I can on my Instagram, but especially on this podcast because you guys see more of like the day-to-day or more, you, you can just talk more on a podcast. You can get to know somebody a little bit more versus a 15-second Instagram story. It kind of shortens it up so you don't get to really get the vibe. Where do you find your motivation on days that it's hard to? I'm not going to lie, this morning we had um, a walkthrough with our realtor on a new house and I was at the gym whenever we were doing the FaceTime walkthrough and I did not want to work out at all after that. Like I was so excited about the house that that's all I could think about was making that happen right then and there. So I think I did like three exercises today after my cardio, which there's a lot of times like that when I'm at the gym and I just can't pump out a fantastic workout and I feel like, you know, kind of defeated, but that saying that Randa says all the time, any workout is better than no workout, even if it's not your best workout. It's important to have a balance of both because if you're hitting the gym hard AF every single day, you're more likely to have injury. So sometimes I go in there and if I only feel like doing three exercises, that's all I'm going to do. What are you looking for in your new house? This is a good one because I really like a modern style, but I'm also very glam, and I feel like it's super hard to mesh modern with glam. I feel like you kind of have to be one or the other because modern is very like clean lines, like black and white, touches of brown, in my opinion, and I think when you go glam, you get more of like the details, the corbels, and like the islands, and the wood carvings, and the crown molding. So I actually like a mix of both of those things, so it's very hard to find a home that I don't want to go in and just take out and change everything for Cooper's must have list. He wants really tall ceilings for all of his um, mounts that he has collected over the years, like his deer and Africa animals and all that kind of stuff. So we both have different, you know, wish lists. So we found a house today. We've actually been looking at this house for two months. It went under contract, went out of contract. I guess the contract fell through and it just happened to become available. And we put an offer in on it today, which is Tuesday, the 23rd. So I don't know if it's going to go through. I don't know what's going to happen, but that's kind of where we are right now in limbo with that. Young mom advice, please. How to be confident as a young mom amongst judgy moms. This is pretty hard because I've mentioned it before. I sometimes feel a little bit insecure about posting in bikini shots and things like that on Instagram. I know it's a body and everybody has one, but I always want my son to be proud of me. And I know that he is because he constantly amps me up when I'm working out or he'll be like, mom, you look so good. You know, he's super proud of me, which is great. And it kind of motivates me, you know, because I know that he's watching me and I'm showing him the importance of health. And if anybody asks him, Mac, what's your, what's your mom favorite? your mom's favorite thing to do or like people have asked him that kind of stuff before at PBR. So he'll be like, my mom loves to work out and cook me food. <laughs> so he definitely knows that working out is important and I don't do it just for the physical, but the mental aspects of working out, it makes me a better mom and a better wife. So if people are judgy, you know, being a young quote unquote confident mom, I guess that's just like wearing showy things and or wearing what you're comfortable in tight clothing. Just because you're a mom doesn't mean you're dead. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to wear skirts down to the floor and no makeup and your hair in a bun like of course that's great too if that's what you want but if you want to be full glam 
I mean, it's up to you and what makes you and your husband happy at the end of the day. And I think that if anything, being yourself is one of the best things that you can show your children is to not hide who you are. And I think I've pretty much mastered that. So another one kind of on the same track as that is how to get back in shape after having a baby. Well, I got to say, I gained the most weight after having my son. I probably only gained like 25 pounds during pregnancy with Mac. So it wasn't like I gained a ton of weight during pregnancy. After pregnancy, I looked pretty good. I could wear my pre-pregnancy jeans. And it was the traveling, not working out, eating late as heck after every PBR and just not selecting quality foods. I swear on my life, we were eating out at least four times a week or more twice a day. So I can't even explain to you guys how much money I've saved on not doing that anymore. If I eat out now, it's once a week at the most. Now, my husband and Mac, they do have a really bad habit about going to um, breakfast together every morning, but it's a local diner and it's like $10 a day and they limit it to like three times a week just to not get too crazy with it. So they do do that, but I don't do that because I don't want the temptation in front of me. I decide to go to work or work out while they're doing that. How did you go about your reverse diet? Nervous to add back in calories. I've got to be honest, I was super nervous too. I almost did not want to trust my nutritionist because it's so scary. You've lost all this weight and you're thinking, God, is this one week of added in calories going to be my downfall? And I'm here to tell you from personal experience, I still had every cheat meal. I never skipped upping my calories. I did do it very, very slowly with the guidance of a registered dietitian nutritionist. So I do recommend that. And I do think that's why I've had so much success. Here I am now, I reverse diet to almost 2,800 calories. And I ended up scaling back a little bit to 2,500. And now I'm at 2,300. And that's not because I'm trying to lose weight or anything. It's strictly because whenever I was pushing my calories so much, I'd feel so full, like miserably full. I was just really pushing it to see what I could do. And my body still wasn't gaining weight, which was great. You know, there was like 0.5 pounds due to the increase in food, but it wasn't like substantial weight gain, which was great. Still doing the same amount of cardio, eating like 2,000, 2,300 calories a day really leniently tracking just to make sure that I'm getting my protein in. So that part's, it's it's hard. It's hard to train your brain that you're not going to gain all the weight back. But the most important part in my personal experience is the reverse diet more than the diet. Because yeah, the diet's hard, but it's a little bit easier. You're seeing new muscles. You're seeing the scale go down. You have all these outside indicators that are really helping you stay on track. But with reverse diet, it's quite the opposite. You're not losing any more weight most likely. You are not, you know, looking more lean. And so it's a little bit harder to stay motivated during that reverse diet. But just know that if you're working with someone that knows what they're doing, it's going to be worth it in the long run. And now I'm at a space in my life where I can go out to have like a super fun dinner where I overdo it in skinny margaritas and bread and butter and not feel like, oh my God, I just ruined my diet or I went way over my calories because I've built up my calories so high that my body is used to eating that on the daily. So what makes you feel confident besides your appearance? I think my work ethic makes me really confident. I'm very confident in myself as a person. I know that I'm going to work, be the hardest working person probably in the room. I was just raised that way. My dad has worked the same job since he was 14 years old. He was in the work program throughout high school and he just worked his butt off. So it really instilled a lot into me to work hard for everything that you want. And I may not be, you know, the one that's working the hardest that day, but my input is I'm the most consistent. Like for instance, when you say you go to the gym and you only feel like doing two exercises, 
yeah, that's me sometimes, but I'm going to show up every day. And I think that's what matters in the long run. So where in DFW area is your new home? I don't really want to say because number one, I don't know if we're going to get the home. Number two, I don't know for sure yet because Dallas is such a huge area. There's so many different, I have some on the east of Dallas, north, south, and west. I like so many different areas. It just, I'm waiting for that one home that speaks to Cooper and I, and it will be our home. I'm absolutely obsessed with your podcast. Talk more about your life in the PBR world and traveling. Thank you for the love on the podcast. I love doing this with you guys. I love having Randa as a co-host on the podcast. She is amazing. And I'm thankful for the platform we're given to speak to you guys so openly and honestly. And a little bit more about travel. I guess it's something that we've been doing since I met Cooper when I was 18. We've been on a plane like 30 weekends out of the year. And it's just kind of been a part of my life. It did slow down a little bit whenever Max started kindergarten just because we have more obligations to have him in school every week. Obviously, we don't want him missing school because education is super important to us and I don't want to homeschool him he loves to go to school and meet new friends he had never done daycare before so school was the first time like actually interacting with other children every day and adults and it's really helped him thrive he's really like very adult-like because he's been constant constantly around adults his entire life so I need to do a podcast like solely for travel maybe some of my travel tips and tricks so I'm going to do two more and I will move on why did you fall in love with DFW? Like, what does it have that Houston area doesn't have? I don't like that Houston is in the middle of Hurricane Central Steel, which where I live right now, hurricanes are really pre- prevalent. So if I'm moving, like, why not move away from the hurricane area? That's one of the biggest things on our list that we want away from, which is hurricanes. So that's the number one reason. Number two is I think Dallas has a little bit more of a country feel and Cooper really appreciates that considering that he's a cowboy. He likes being by the stockyards and things like that. So it's a little bit of ebb and flow. Yes, it is going to be further from the venue, but I have two amazing girls that work for me and I'm paying them already. So I don't have to like show up every single day as is. So that's kind of how it is for now. 